Podcast number four, more questions than answers. Thank you for joining us at the Family Collective Podcast. Do you and I need reconnective surgery? When we tear a muscle or a ligament, we often need surgery and rehabilitation. Trained doctors substitute ligaments or provide reattachment surgery for us to gain the full use of our limb again. We cannot do it by ourselves. We need help. These surgeries intend to restore our bodies to their original purpose or capability. Once we recover, many times the new limb works better than the older one. It's important for us to understand the magnitude of the other victory Jesus won on the cross by coming to earth and returning to heaven. May this become fully alive in all of us. How did Jesus' death and resurrection give us access to a supernatural kingdom even now here on earth? Let us try to understand how God's kingdom, both supernatural and natural, is connected with our seen world, natural only. We all know Adam failed in his destiny to stay fully connected with Christ because he listened to a lie of the devil and he disobeyed God's plan. I'm not sure we know his full motive, but it caused eternal separation from God at this point in history. The unseen kingdom was from this time forward separated from the seen world. Therefore, a legal sacrifice was required to atone for this sin or rebellion. God's purity requires this. He alone is the only unchanging standard for righteousness and justice in the world. God provided this sacrifice for us by giving us his son, Jesus. He sent his son, who was fully spirit at the time, to earth to be born of the flesh through Mary supernaturally. Mary, without fully understanding the plan, was obedient to this uncertain, never-before-seen future lived out through her life. Jesus, born of Mary, lived here on earth as a man for 33 years. His death as the perfect lamb atoned for all our sins, past, present, and future. Through this, the requirements of God's holy laws were satisfied. So spiritual, supernatural being Jesus provided a way for us in the flesh by coming to earth to legally pay the price for our sin by shedding his blood on the cross as a man. Most of us know this story. We focus a great deal of our teaching, rightfully so, on sin, death, and forgiveness. However, he did something else as well. He took upon himself in the flesh and spirit and reconnected our supernatural destiny by returning to the Father in heaven. He recovered our destiny from the devil who stole it from Adam. In this process, he rejoined our spiritual destiny again to God's original plan through Adam. Our flesh and spirit is now able to rejoin with God's original plan and desire. Why is this important in the world today? We all desperately need an infection of reconciliation and restoration in our inner man. 
beyond the corruption of the natural man. God's plan has always been to reconcile or restore all things to himself, natural and flesh with spirit and supernatural, in perfect unity. He reestablished this linkage by replacing Adam's imperfect mandate with his own everlasting incorruptible mandate. How will lasting restoration happen? We must have an ongoing encounter with the only spiritual force capable of reconciling our human depravity with a righteous and higher spiritual destiny beyond ourselves alone. Back to John 14:12. Even greater works than these, you and I, we are to become conduits of his power united flesh and spirit with the power to bring all creation back into harmony with God's original plan. We have the privilege to continue God's restoration plan here on earth by connecting fully with the supernatural realm. This is not due to our righteousness or our understanding, but by walking with his son Jesus who is high above all powers. How does this happen? In intimacy and union with the Son, Jesus, God's supernatural desire becomes ours. We no longer live from our fleshly desire for our own well-being, but we also begin to have a heart for restoration for all those that He loves as well. They are to become our brothers and sisters, or family in the spirit realm. We can no longer have flesh eyes of indifference, they are now our family, or false justice theology, they deserve it because they are evil. Jesus has always had compassion on each of our brokenness, so he gave us the pattern. We now see the round trip of restoration released in both flesh and spirit coming alive in the inheritance God delivered to his Son. He gave his son the power to recapture our original destiny fully restored. We are then to become a fragrant offering poured out in obedience with his perfect plan. This is the supernatural power the world around us needs. You are a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 18. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we were once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So what does it mean we are a new creation? We clearly still have all our physical attributes as we did before uh, we became born again. This new creation must be something we did not have before. It has given us access again to an unseen world. We, like Jesus, are to become fully spirit and fully flesh in a new man. In this new access, we again have perfect union with the Creator, God Himself, as Adam and Eve had in the garden. He is no longer far off from us. 
What is the ministry of reconciliation and how do I walk in it? The Bible shows us. Colossians 1, 8 through 20. And he has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Wow, that's a lot. We have been living in a world subject to decay and futility. Romans 8 19 through 24. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? We have an epidemic of hopelessness and fear in the world today. We have focused on solving the symptoms of our brokenness rather than becoming the source of restoration. What is not possible to do, understand, or obey in the natural now becomes alive in the Son through His Spirit. It is impossible for us in our flesh, but in the new creation man, we are made alive in this supernatural realm with Christ. It has become our job to finish the work of his son in union with him. Hope will come alive when we recognize we cannot fix this alone. The ailment of all humankind is ourselves. 
Evil is not some amorphous concept. It is within all of us. Man doing life without a living hope will never bring us back to our redeemed nature in the spirit life realm. Our world is coming apart. However, the good news is what was and is undefiled in Christ is now brought back to life through us. We become partakers in a kingdom that is unseen and undefiled by man's corruption. This longing for lasting hope and peace in each of us has a source. Our hope is imperfect, but his is not only perfect, it is complete. He is unveiling himself, bringing us to life in a new way as we connect to this hope, and he impregnates us by restoring our flesh and spirit to the desire of our Heavenly Father. We do not need to understand to fully participate. He is the patient Father faithfully bringing us into a perfect and completed inheritance through His Son. We need to spend our time not just speaking against darkness. We need to capture new revelation of the power of His light the supernatural power to restore, and what this will do. It will infect all of us and those all around us with an everlasting hope and peace. This gospel has the power to change things. It can overcome evil and division. May this truth become what occupies all of our hopes and desires rather than our temporal, fleshly desires. May we trust in him rather than the wisdom of man that continues to fail us again and again. We cannot get distracted with the noise of the lying Goliaths around us. We must understand our destiny, the promises of God, and take action as David did. David's action, I believe, give us a picture for today. He saw the fear of the Israelite promised army of God gathered on one side. He heard the loud accusations of the flesh-driven Philistine army. However, none of this distracted him from the plan of God. He knew which kingdom was victorious. He knew in the inner man God's promises would be completed. He took action directed by God because he had tuned his ear more to God than the circumstances around him. He called forth the plan of God. Fear had no standing in him. The lies of the enemy did not cause him doubt. He executed the plan of God in this moment. Spiritual destiny was brought to reality in the flesh. The ugly anger of man was silenced. Man's lack is never pretty, but it cannot become our focus. God in his mercy is allowing us to see the culmination of a world reliant only on ourselves and our lack. We think our nature is good when it is not. Love is not tolerance. It is righteousness and love provided in unlimited measure for each of us from the only source that is unchanging and able to save us. It is the only solution for our confusion and pain. Do we believe God's plan is perfect? Is it to be a living power? 
Is it available in fullness for us? John 14.12 is the door we are to walk through now. The world is raging for this eternal hope. We cannot continue to offer a powerless gospel. Goodness and righteousness must arise from the only perfect source, God himself. Our destiny and his joy is at hand. This moment calls for the David in each of us to arise not in our power or understanding, but in this new supernatural presence directed in righteous indignation for a real redeemer of the world. May your reconnective surgery take hold in each of your lives. The world around you needs you. Please share with us at thefamilycollective.com. We hope this helps you discover your assignment and how your journey can help others. Come join us at The Family Collective. Thank you.